Hi, today our host Trinity Townsend is joined by Sophie Rabelais to talk about stopping the stigma in schools. How does your ADHD affect your life? When I was little, a lot of it was being hyperactive, not being able to focus. And some of that is definitely true to this day. I'm definitely forgetful. I definitely, like, I'm, I can be hyperactive. But for the most part, it's far more manageable than it was when I was little. So do you think that the kind of disability a person has impacts how they're viewed? Definitely, without a doubt. Disabilities are, I mean, anyone that is any, any person with any kind of diagnosis of that variety will be viewed differently. Mm -hmm. um, it depends on the diagnosis. I think ADHD in general, I'm, I look at my ADHD as a very positive thing. And I think pretty often other people reflect that because I'm so just like, I don't know. It's like, I really enjoy having ADHD sometimes. Sometimes it's really annoying. But because I'm so positive about it, I think other people often look at that and are like, oh, maybe that is a good thing. So, you know, in that relation, and especially ADHD in general, it's not really viewed as a bad thing as much as it used to be. OCD, schizophrenia, Tourette's, any kind of neurological disease is often viewed as a challenge or something to be fixed when a lot of people are very are very happy with their diagnosis or you know have learned to work with it and have learned to live with it and it's not necessarily a curse mm -hmm. so. <laughs> do you do you feel that people ever judge you like when you're walking around or when you tell people that you have ADHD do you feel like they kind of switch or change their attitude towards you I think it really depends on the person because like I said earlier, a lot of it is like I'm a very positive person about having ADHD. So a lot of people are very relaxed about it, mm -hmm. but I can definitely be hyperactive and I've met a variety of people who are just like, like I can't handle that. Kind Moving of on to like a more kind of specified thing, but do you think that black people or other minorities with disabilities of any kind are treated the mm -hmm. same as white people with disabilities? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, like, <laughs> that's, you could ask that about any kind of question, and I would say no, because minorities, or literally anyone that isn't white, is automatically at a disadvantage. It, it doesn't matter on what level, if, you know, there's a white person with a disability and a black person with the same exact disability, the white person is automatically, they automatically have the advantage, you mm -hmm. know, that's just my opinion and honestly i'm pretty sure it's a fact yeah and you know everything though kind of creates this terrible difficult mess for anyone who isn't white you know at, like as it stands most like a lot of african-american people are disadvantaged on an economic level education level and, and in that way they're automatically disadvantaged add on any kind of disability that makes it 10 times harder you know thank you really good answer yeah. i you talked a little bit on this a little bit earlier but uh, do you feel that your disability has ever helped you in some situations? It can be really helpful in some aspects. I think, not to say that ADHD is my entire identity, but I think it's really helped create who I am today because I think not every single person or not a lot of neurotypical people will even have the same experience that someone with a neurological disability would have. So I know sometimes my hyperactivity can get me into situations that wouldn't happen for other people or my high sensitivity wouldn't, you know, it would get me into situations that other people wouldn't get into. And I think in that way, it's really like allowed me to become a very individual person. 
I can't conform. Like, <laughs> I can't be, like, I mean, I guess I could really try, but it would suck, you know? And for that, I'm very thankful. I'm very thankful of my diagnosis. And I, mean, and I feel like many people kind of think about that, like, oh, what makes them special? What makes them, mm-hmm. you know, important? And even though you said, like, yourself, it doesn't identify, you don't identify as a person with ADHD, you know? Like, <laughs> uh, I think it's very interesting that you have that sort of special thing that helps you in everyday life, but also, you know, kind of holds you back. Yeah. What do you think is the best way people can make a good environment for those with disabilities? Just being aware that there, A, there are other people that exist who aren't exactly like you. So there's a lot of tunnel vision when it comes to people with disabilities, you know, just like, oh, I'm just going to put ears here. And you don't think about putting like a ramp because someone in a wheelchair might need to go up the stairs, you know, and it's very like, and it's not purposeful for the most part. It's really not purposeful. It's just self-centered in a way. And I don't blame people, but I think we need to be conscientious of that and be aware that we should be accommodating. Do you think our school is good with that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think the school really tries. (laughs) I think the school really tries, and that's something that means a lot to me. I think a lot of it comes down to teachers rather than administration, because I think administration does do a pretty good job about trying to make sure that everyone's accommodations are met, at least in mental health. But then again, I only have ADHD and depression, so I can't really talk for someone who has a different diagnosis than me. So far, I've been pleased with the accommodations that I've been given. Now, on the other hand, there have been some teachers that have been less accommodating, less understanding. And in that way, I think it would be really important for administration to emphasize that, hey, not everyone is neurotypical and you should be accommodating to your students because you don't know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Thank you to our guest, Sophie Rabelais. Thank you to our host, Trinity Townsend and Elise Mercadell, our producer, Asher Dulwich, and our editors, Samia Dillard and Veronica Trice, as well as thank you to all of our viewers out there. Bye.